You've tuned in to Classroom to Boardroom on localjobnetwork.com radio, and I'm your host, Katie Chesney. Here we offer up some valuable tips and strategies for the collegiate population to get them off to a great start with their professional career. And one of the best ways to get a job is networking. But we're not talking about networking online, we're talking about networking in person. And if that thought terrifies you, well, don't worry, we've got some tips here for you from Lynn Isaacir, president of Workplaces That Work. Now, Lynn, when people hear about networking these days, a lot of times they instantly think of social media and really cringe at the idea of networking person. Do you think that networking online is enough to get a job? Absolutely not, Katie. I mean, I think most jobs, all the studies show, are really frequently not even advertised. And the people that end up getting those jobs end up getting them through some sort of personal connections. So certainly you can make personal connections online. And I'm not saying don't do that. Don't let your friends on Facebook or whomever know that you're looking for a job. Go ahead and do that. But it's absolutely essential to not just be sending out 50 resumes online. You have to pick up the phone. You have to get in front of people and really get out there. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you think are some reasons for why college students in particular really struggle with just getting off the computer and getting in front of people and just networking? Well, I think a lot of them have never done it. I think that they just don't know how to do it and they see it as this really difficult thing. And so I think that they also maybe have done a lot of their college classes online or they just are so used to doing everything online and relating people to that way that they can't imagine that they have to do something different. Where should you really start with networking? I mean, is it just as simple as just striking up a conversation with someone and finding out how you can be of assistance to them? Well, I think that's an excellent suggestion wherever you are, whether it's your mailman, your barista, your mother, you know, whomever. Mm -hmm. And I think a more targeted approach is you absolutely should have been a student member of whatever professional organization is related to your field, whether it's HR or accounting or legal or whatever. Student memberships are a lot less expensive than memberships after you get out. And so hopefully you already have those, or if you're still in school, you'll get those. And then attend all the meetings that you can, volunteer for committees, introduce yourself to people, you know, do whatever you can through the opportunities that are provided in those organizations to get your name out there. And and let people know when they ask you what you're doing, let them know that you're looking for a job. Also ask them for advice. Mm -hmm. Most people like to give advice. So I think it's important when you're having those conversations with people to say, you know, what suggestions do you have for me? What advice do you have for me in looking for this kind of job? And really, if you're already in a professional association or group that's related directly to what you want to do or what you think you want to do, that already gives you an opening, an opportunity of something to talk about. So you can at least start your conversation there. And then maybe branch it off into asking for that advice and, you know, career tips and suggestions. Yes, absolutely. And again, all those organizations are always looking for volunteers Mm -hmm. to do things on various committees, you know, and even if it's, you know, helping set up the chairs or whatever, you know, I think it's really important to volunteer and be seen as a person who is enthusiastic. 
Now, when you're networking, especially when you're in these professional association groups and you're networking with your peers and people who might be able to be a mentor to you later on, should you really focus on asking them for help or should you focus really more on trying to see how you can help those individuals? Well, I think it's great to see how you can help those individuals in any way. But again, I I like the word not so much asking them for help as asking them for advice. Mm -hmm. So I think most people like to give advice. A lot of us like to give unsolicited advice. (laughs) And so I think there's nothing inappropriate, especially, you know, if you're a student member of the organization, of just honestly saying to somebody, you know, I am looking for a job and I would appreciate any advice. You know, what advice do you have to give me about that process? You know, ask them about themselves. You know, how did you find your first job out of college? Those kinds of conversations, I think, can be very illuminating. And one other group of people that I think are often overlooked, especially in the college setting, are your peers. A lot of times there's some non-traditionally aged students in your peer group at your college. So those are also individuals that you should consider. So how would you approach these individuals just for asking for advice? Well, I think the same thing, you know, strike up a conversation with them, try to develop some kind of relationship with them. You know, your point about looking for ways you can help them is always a a useful way of networking, whether it's helping them, you know, with something personal that they have going on or something professional or related to school. And then the same kind of questions that I was talking about earlier, find out if they're working, find out where they work, what they like about it, what they don't like about it ask them how they got their first job, ask them if they, again, I like the word advice, you know, not so much asking for help, because help implies some sort of obligation Mm -hmm. that they're going to have to call somebody or give you a reference or whatever. And that's a step down the road after you really do have a more significant relationship with somebody. But if you're just really meeting somebody and haven't developed that kind of relationship, I think advice is a much better word. And then frequently in those conversations, people will offer to help you. They'll say, oh, well, I know Joe Blow is looking for someone. I'll Mm -hmm. call him and suggest that you talk to him. Now, when you're networking with these individuals, someone that you've already have a kind of a relationship formed with purely because you're, you're in the same association, you're in the same class or group or whatever, once you really start working on developing that relationship and you, for example, ask them to join you for a cup of coffee. I think that's a really common networking practice. Do you pay for that coffee? I mean, I've always wondered, and I have to imagine that college students just aren't sure. I mean, should you be paying for their coffee or should you just kind of let them see what they do? You definitely should pay if you invite them. But, you know, I, I am much more of a fan of having these kind of conversations with them wherever you are meeting them at the association or wherever they're already, they're already there. They have time, presumably, and they can talk. I get in my profession a lot of times people calling me up and wanting to take me to coffee or to lunch. And frankly, that is not usually the best use of my time. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to help people if I can, but that is not what I generally like to do. An approach that works much better for me, and I think for a lot of people is, number one, have the conversation with them where you run into them at the association or wherever. And then number two, offer to come by their office. Say to them, you know, could I come by your office just for 15 minutes to talk to you about these issues? That way they don't have to interrupt their whole day to meet you for coffee or for lunch or or whatever. Right. That's a really good alternative to having to rack up a tab at Starbucks for all that coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And just 
I think the people that you're talking to, the most important commodity for them is probably not paying for Starbucks. The most important commodity to them is their time. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important to be respectful of their time. I mean, you can say to them, look, I'd love to come by and talk to you just for 15 minutes. Can I call your assistant? Can I email you and get on your calendar for 15 minutes? Or if you do have time for coffee or lunch, I'd be happy to to do that. But I understand that you're busy. And if it's easier for you, I'd be happy to come by your office. Great suggestion. Now, I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about a different group of people. These are people you might see every day, like your mailman, your barista, just people that you see every day, you interact with, but you don't necessarily have a relationship formed with them. What suggestions or tips would you have for approaching these people to really start developing a relationship and begin networking with them? I think, hi, how are you? Is fine (laughs) with any of those people. You know, how long have you been working here? You always seem so cheerful. How do you do that? You know, what do you like about your job? What do you think of this weather? And in Denver, you know, the Broncos are always a safe topic. Mm -hmm. So any of those general kinds of questions, I think, are really good. And then once you have developed a relationship with them, they at some point are probably going to ask you a question. They're going to say, how are you? What are you doing? And then I'd be honest. I'd say, I'm looking for a job. And here's what I'm looking for a job in. And do you have any advice for me? I really love that question. I keep emphasizing it. But, you know, do you have any advice? Mm -hmm. So I think that's really good. If you're really an introvert and have trouble with those kind of small talk conversations, there's a couple excellent books out there that I recommend to people. So one of them is by Deb Fine, F-I-N-E, and it's called The Fine Art of Small Talk. And Deb is a former engineer. And so she was very introverted, not the kind of person who found it easy to strike up those kind of conversations. So she also has a lot of materials online and on her website and audio and things like that if you don't if you're not a reader. And then there's another older book called How to Work a Room by Susan Roan. That's more about if you're in a meeting or association setting. So those are the two books I always recommend to people. They are really worth your while if you're someone who's just petrified and don't really know how to have those kind of conversations. Really great that you shared those two books, and I would highly recommend going out and looking at those. If you are introverted and this whole topic of conversation just absolutely terrifies you, but we are kind of wrapping up with our time today. So Lynn, I did want to give you the floor here to share any final tips or pieces of advice with our listeners as it relates to really just getting off of the computer and starting conversations with people and beginning your networking. You just never know where a job might come from. And so that's why it's important to let everybody know from your mailman to your great aunt Matilda that you're looking and you just never know who might know somebody who might have some good advice for you. I mean, you're also going to get crummy advice. It's Mm going to make you mad, right? It's like, well, I told you, your great aunt Matilda said you shouldn't be a theater major. That's a totally useless major. You know, those kind (laughs) of, you'll get those kind of things. So you just have to let those bounce off you. But I think that you just don't know and that it's important to have these kind of conversations with whomever you might run into in the course of your day. And to realize this is a short process. It's a, it's a long process frequently, but to keep your spirits up and to just get out there and just do it. And that final piece of advice will wrap up today's show of Classroom to Boardroom. So Lynn, thanks for joining us and sharing your advice. We do appreciate it. You're very welcome, Katie. And good luck to all you job seekers out there. You can do this. 
Now, to find more employment-related shows, head over to aljanradio.com. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows, send our team an email at aljanradio at localjobnetwork.com or send us a tweet at the LJN. And once again, I'm Katie Chesney with LJN Radio, and I wish you the best of luck with your job search.